What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back here to the Marvel Roundtable. On this installment, we're going to be wrapping up Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we go back to the ancient ways of Wakanda and explore what happened with the passing of T'Challa, a.k.a. Chadwick Boson, and the rise of Namor and the Talokans, and see exactly how all this craziness, plus Ironheart somehow being involved in the process, all irons out. Huh? See what I did? There's a, it's a bad... Bad pun. Anyway, we're going to explore the finality of MCU's Phase 4 as we explore Black Panther Wakanda Forever right here on the Marvel Roundtable. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marvel Roundtable, where, of course, we break down each and every single show and movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You guys know me. I'm Mr. Marvel 613 here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel and the Horny Goat Podcasting Network, and it has been... Almost three months since we've done an episode of the Marvel Roundtable, and you can see how ecstatic my co-hosts are to, to cover this one this evening. And of course, uh, we're finally caught up. Uh, it was released on Disney Plus this past uh, earlier this month, for the February the first. But we are finally wrapping up Phase Four of the MCU, and therefore, technically speaking, will have been officially a hundred percent caught up as of this episode. As we're going to take a look at Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I'm not alone, though. I've got my cohorts, the ones who um, I've dragged kicking and screaming. Screaming into this whole process. I've got, of course, uh, the tattooed mistress herself. I've got Heather and, of course, the seaman known as Canadian Baseman. What's 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 up, fam? <laughs> Me, somehow, still. Yeah, I don't know how the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know I how. Watched, I, I had to watch this movie while cleaning, and I had to stop cleaning several times. Did I just hear what I think I just heard? <laughs> what, what did you hear? What have you heard? Tell me what you know. <laughs> I did not have an entertaining time with this movie. Well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in, its, in, its, in, in all its glory. Of course, uh, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this as well. For those of you who are joining us live in the chat, it's been a while since we've done these. We've got Alpha and Federico joining us, as always. Much appreciated. Um, and, of course, you guys can listen uh, in on your favorite podcasting platforms, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, uh, Google, Apple, or whatever the fuck you guys want to listen to on podcast stuff. And, of course, subscribe on the YouTube channel for some more fun and goodness coming at you. Uh, this week, I feel like it's going to be freaking crazy as far as content goes, right? Because we got um, the makeup no bucks given that we all owed, that, that me and Basement kind of owed and sleep, uh, or I slept with, I, I owed and slept through. You and Gina. Basement. I was a G. Yeah, there's like basement was actually alert. I was there. Myself and JP sat up and watched the menu. Oh, how was that? It's the, the movie is better than what I expected it to be, and I'm very happy that they labeled it a comedy horror. I was to say I, I kind of got the vibe it was comedy horror from just the 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 the, the trailer. So I'm I'm glad it. I heard some good things too about it too. That it was like. Better than a lot of anticipation. But speaking of anticipation, <laughs> we're going to be wrapping up Phase 4 of the MCU with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, as far as, obviously, uh, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania is literally the next movie coming out literally the week we're doing this episode. Uh, as far as how that's going to play out in the future with the Marvel Roundtable, um, for those of you who may have may not heard, we're going to be moving on to a different franchise once the uh, as of maybe, ne I don't know, about next week, next month. Heather's the one in charge of that one. We're going to be doing a Harry Potter Roundtable, which I'm 
really looking forward to. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and Heather's got the full total reins on that one. And basically, whenever it comes to Marvel stuff, we'll kind of revisit the Marvel Roundtable whenever a movie or show comes out. And, you know, Baseman doesn't want to kill me after uh, dragging him out through his own, you know, through this. That freaking icon of yours is just really throwing me off, Baseman. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. You like it? <laughs> I do. Is that, the, is that, is that bad? <laughs> um, so I guess we'll talk about a couple things right off the bat as far as this movie goes um, let's address the elephant in the room as far as as far as Black Panther Wakanda Forever obviously the biggest thing with this was the announcement that this movie was still going to go on without Chadwick Boseman the last time that he was accredited for anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was the amazing series known as what if that was the last time he was uh credited in a final role um he there were test shots uh done with this movie uh so there's actually a couple of clips in the movie of him doing like test shots for this movie and in fact the director and screenwriter said that the script for this movie with Chadwick Boseman the idea of him being in the movie as T'Challa Black Panther was literally completed I believe it was either the day before or the day he died so literally they had the entire script already set and done ready for him to uh, take on the role and kind of continue on with this franchise, but obviously uh, was not meant to be. I, I, I'm i going to, obviously the big thing that we're going to talk about majority of this time, and, and we're going to reference so many times in this, is how the movie is, essentially it's a, it's, it's a, a farewell, a, a, a love letter, much like how Spider-Man was an, a love letter to all the Spider-Man movies. This is a love letter to Chadwick Boseman. This is like an homage to him. It's an honorary of him. Um throwing this out there right now just because we might as well start this off you think the movie did good by him by Chadwick himself yes as for the Black Panther part of the franchise no I like the beginning like the first 15 minutes or whatever where they explain are his passing. Ex- explaining his passing and the uh, the Marvel Studios intro after that, no. I mean, it's not it's not against like him or anything. I just don't like the direction they went with the the entirety of the the storyline, the character of mm-hmm. Black Panther, and because like that, I find the characters like we're starting to get to the place where they're just all replaceable. Um, it's just not it's just not the right fit. I, I, I do not like the person that takes up the the helm. It just they, they, they I feel the same way about her as I feel about um. Falcon turning into Captain America. Mm-hmm. I don't believe they have the ability to carry the movie. There are better choices. Okay, so even even in the, within this movie, there's a better choice, or I would have preferred who anybody. <laughs> anybody. No, I would have went with like honestly, uh, I probably would have preferred uh, Lupita as Black Panther. At least she looks. Like she can fight. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> looks like she could act. Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o or whatever her name is. She's Black Panther's girlfriend. Girlfriend. Oh, oh, that oh, you, oh, that um, you that she, I she, for, forget, for, completely forgot about from the first movie. But yeah, yeah, she can. She looks like she could handle the role of being the protector a lot better. Plus, she's had the fucking training. Kind of and she can. She's a better actor. Yeah, or him. But if they're gonna go with a woman, I would have. I would have went with her. Or even like, uh, though I don't think. Yeah, even though I don't really want that. Um, she does fit the role better. But I would like. In the end, they went with I think the worst choice. 
That, so, it's like, yeah, prevailing winds would ruin her. <laughs> prevailing winds would ruin her. No, I mean I don't. Okay, so let me let me let me back up this. So when you guys saw the trailer for this, I think a lot of people. Um, and, and I don't usually talk about this, right? I usually don't talk about the trailers in hand because the trailers can be extremely fucking misleading. Um, especially Marvel's been known to kind of like tweak and, and, and and do some stuff with trailers that weren't right in the movie, whatever. But there was obviously a massive amount of hype for this, not just because it's another Marvel movie, but because more so of, of, of Chadwick and how like, you know, this film had had a lot of hush hush to it. You know, you know, you hear a lot of different like speculation about different Marvel movies and different franchises and what's going to happen. And I know everyone, including Basement, was clamoring over She-Hulk. Um, I still am. <laughs> but um, Heather, too. So uh, but this one was very quiet. There really wasn't a whole lot of. Um, like rumors or gossip behind it in terms of how, you know, leaks, stories, whatever have you. Um, I kind of attribute some of that to being like, it's such a, it's such a somewhat sensitive thing about Chadwick and how they're going to handle the franchise and everything like that. Do you think, um, the, the question I'm trying to ask is, do you think it was overhyped? This is going to sound really disrespectful. Do you think it was overhyped because of his passing? Yes, and I do think they really bordered on overindulgence of his passing that was to carry the movie. Yeah, which which it's right on the border, and almost a step insulting, maybe like a a, a toe in the insulting category, because of how they use it so much. Like the, the movie completely relies on it, where you can't get past. I want to see at this point. I. We all, it's, it's a, what, a year? It was how many, how long after he passed that this movie came out? Um, let's see. Uh, like in like real life? Or in, in... Yeah, like in real in real life. Like a year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, I think it was two years. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to look. Uh, let me see if I can pull it. Uh, but continue. So, so like, I mean, it, the way that they portray it, and I know it's in the storyline, but they also skip ahead a year in the story too. It, it's just like... It, it, a lot of the like the struggles that Shuri has, we didn't see enough in the past. Outside of them just blatantly saying, "Oh, it's a sister," so she has to be she has to care so much, right? Right. But there it was never it's it's telling not showing. They can't show because it's impossible now. But then why hinge so much of the story on it? And that that I mean, it, some of it worked, some of it didn't. Mm. Um, I would have preferred them do the 50, first fifteen minutes and then do their own movie, which they kind to. of did. Started yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just FYI, he passed away August twenty eighth, twenty twenty, and obviously the film came out in November of twenty twenty two. So you figure maybe a year for pro, you know production, and everything like that. And I'll throw this to Heather too. I want to hear her thoughts, but also just throw it out there as far as what supposedly the original plan was for the movie was that Namor, which we'll get to, was still supposed to be the antagonist, but the idea being is that T'Challa was supposed to figure out how to re um, reassimilate himself to the world and more so Wakanda for being gone for five years because he was snapped out of existence. He's got the same problem 50% of people in the world. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it's hard to say with that little topic how, like that little information, how that movie could have played out. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, wait, Heather, your your thoughts? Um, they did play too much into his passing, and it was way too gratuitous. 
in using that in getting the hype for the movie. Um, and with the trailer itself, I feel they went too far with it. I, they never should have let it be known in the trailer that she was indeed going to be the next Black Panther. And granted, yes, we learned from the first Black Panther movie that it's going to follow the line of the royalty. However, it still could have been Lupita taking up the mantle because of what we learned at the end of the movie. So she's my le- she's probably the thing I like the least in this movie. Which is mm. funny because it is comic accurate. I had to I had to do some digging about that too because I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent sure if it was a MCU adaptation or a comic adaptation, but it was uh, it was a comic. So it, it it does take place. But I I get where you guys are coming from that too. It's not the character. It, it it's the way the character. Well, it's with the way the characters portrayed the writing and I guess the actress. None of it really works for me for her for her. She just seems out of play. Everybody else is doing much better. <laughs> Every other role is performed better than hers. <laughs> right. Um, it also goes back to the first movie with her. I mean, she was always the quick wit one that always had the funny comments. She's, comment she's supposed to be the girl it. on the computer. Yes. That's what she's supposed to be. She, she's the man in the chair. Do you, yeah. Do you think I, – I personally, the one thing I will give them also, I, I, despite the, the, the iffiness of how they're handling it, I will give them credit that they did, they did not use any chance to use any deep fakes or actually inject him in like digitally. That would have been super yeah. insulting if they did that, yeah. right, like yeah. just the soon after. Been. Yeah. But like, like – I, I didn't even point this out. Heather, you brought it up. The, the fact that the trailer really pushed that narrative and then the movie did it the first 15 minutes, which was, which was perfectly fine. Then it swayed away from it, and then it went right back to it. It's like we weren't given a chance. Remembering that he's dead. The the thing is, let the characters shine on their own for once. Forget T'Challa for more than five minutes. I feel like this movie didn't need to happen for where we ended up at the end of it. I never. (laughs) Wakanda takes forever. Oh shit! I see five minutes in the movie, and I'm like, "This is probably the longest fucking movie ever." Isn't it? <laughs> All right, have a good night, guys. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Close. Um, so, shit. Now I was gonna say something. I completely got. Damn it! Damn it! I got like seven pages of notes on this shit. You do? The raving of an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> all right that note let's just get let's just get this uh, potty started what's up cody um uh and of course uh, i mentioned F- alpha and federico earlier i don't know what the hell is wrong with me. my brain is just mush as it usually is so just apologies if i'm a little all over the place here so of course uh we we start off the movie um with uh, t'challa king of wakanda is dying from an illness which his sister shuri believes can be cured by a heart-shaped herb uh shuri attempts to synthetically recreate the herb after it was destroyed by eric killmonger but fails to do so before T'Challa dies. Now, going back to what this doesn't we... make sense. What? Am I the only one that thought this didn't make any sense? What do you mean? No. Because he already he's already Black Panther. Why does he need another herb? He's already had the heart. He already has the heart shaped herb in him. Well, clearly it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to become Black Panther again while I... you're already Black Panther. You need to be Blacker like, Pantherer. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Um, it didn't make sense, but the, I, I, yeah, I, I, I get it. But 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 the the back and forth with with all the back and forth, I think we'll, we're going to be all, all on about like how they handle it. I think that this was the best way to handle his passing, in the sense of 
he's passed. He's he's very cool. Let's have the moment. Let's impact it. Boom, and then right into the intro. I know that we linger on it a lot, and I'm kind of on the fence about it to be honest with you as far as because like on one hand it's the elephant in the fucking room they're gonna have to they're gonna keep referencing it the entire movie and i i knew that going into it because that's what the whole like for lack of a better phrase that's what the marketing's based off of right so i knew that was gonna be have to be a chunk of it if not you know at least half of it but I, I thought at least the very beginning was handled very very and, and the part i don't know if you guys noticed but there's no music either it was dead. Yeah, during quiet. the Marvel Studio, during the Marvel Studios intro, with no, even, just even during, I'm pretty sure even during the opening scene, right? There was no like, I mean, well, then they went into like but... song and dance while they were carrying a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's there. There's there's definite definite scumminess at play. Is all I can say for making money off his death. Because that's exactly what's happening in this movie, kind of. They, and it's very hard to do it respectfully, to pay homage to someone while going to the bank, and it's yeah. very hard to do. Yeah. I mean, what did what, you think about the intro, Heather? Going over the the opening sequence. The opening sequence was good in the fact that they never showed him, mm-hmm. and never did any kind of the the CGI effects because we all know it would have been fucking terrible. Uh, but again, it's one of those things of can get. We already know he's dead, and we already know that you're gonna have the funeral scene. Can we get to that part already? Because <laughs> like, her trying to synthesize this flower, this herb, so that they can try and heal him, even though it's already in his fucking system to begin with. It's, just, it, it's over redundant, in my point. What if it's what if it's a situation where they just needed more of it? Yeah, because if they needed more for anything other than trying to heal him, yeah, I would have been fine with it. But you know what? This is this is the biggest problem that exists in this movie. It's th- there seems to be like I things you're say that, that fra- they phrase a lot. But go ahead. <laughs> well, it's going to be the same thing that after this for other things, but they it's still the same. They seem to have these items that just do everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was never established that the flower heals you from dying of ter- terrible illnesses. It just turns you it's into injured. a superpowered person. Therefore, it's you should already have. Too. Well, th- he already has that. So this is like where the waters get a bit murky with the with it making any sense. Doesn't save you and from explosions is, in buildings, though. It's no. not just. I, it's not. Just, it's not just this part. <laughs> and this is also why I hate the idea that she can now synthesize making superhumans. Well, don't tell Zemo. As we saw in this opening scene, it took a lot for her to get to twenty nine percent there. I know, but it took finding something later on in the movie for it to get fully there, which was just ridiculous as well. When we get to it, they 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 basically just erase everything that happened in the first movie. In the movie, (laughs) someone I saw someone online point out that it's like, wow, this is a fucking Disney movie, and they're like, what do you mean? They're like, well, notice how there's like this. This oh, can't be Disney. done at the beginning of the movie, and then it can be done at the end of the movie, and it's like, yeah. fuck, that is a Disney trope in some of the movies. No, like, there, like, there's a, there's a scene later on that is one thousand percent Disney, like over the top of where come into my come into my world. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> is this the Little Mermaid? Wish I could be. <laughs> 
Avatar. The way the water. It does go in that direction. Still, the best part of the movie. The first fifteen minutes, I think, were the best part of the movie. Um, in all honesty. So uh, we flash forward to one year later. So presumably that this, so this is fucking Marvel timeline. God damn it. So we presume that everything that happened with his passing happened relatively soon after Endgame. Thanos, but yeah. they don't really. <laughs> they don't explain shit. Fucking That's Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. I'm telling you, doing research for this stuff. Well, I'm, I, I tell you, this is just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, one year later, Wakanda is now under pressure from other nations to share their vibranium, with some parties attempting to steal it by force. Queen Ramonda implores Shuri to continue her research on the herb, hoping to create a new Black Panther that will defend Wakanda, but she refuses to do uh, sorry, she refuses to do so due to her belief that the Black Panther is a figure of the past. Okay, just oh, I've got big problems. Yeah, with this. hold on. In the Atlantic Ocean, the CIA and U.S. Navy SEALs utilize a vibranium detector to locate a potential vibranium deposit underwater. So I'm gonna stop that too. Stop right there. Pause it right there, please. Okay. Yes. So, okay. I sort of like the idea that. First off, I, I kind of obviously glossed over it, but the 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 funeral scene. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was the music was something. the The emotion was there. Too long. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, I that's every scene in this I, movie. Shut up! I know, uh, but but um, I'm trying to be respectful. Okay, um, everything about it, like the 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 dancing, the 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 imagery, the the white the the white coloring, everything about it was beautiful. But there were parts of it that are just like, eh, eh. just cut that out, just cut cut that part. No, I started looking at like the individual dancers, and some of them fucking cracked me up. <laughs> there's this one guy on the left side, just like hardly moving, but he was like. This and then there's another the one like deeper in the crowd that's like doing his own thing. Like <laughs> we, we practice this in choreography, people. Let's go all together. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, who gives a shit? I'm too far back at the camera. <laughs> I'm the 17th man back in Black Black Panther Wakanda forever. My claim to fame. Oh, Look God. at me move. Look at me, me go. Um, but be- beautiful, beautiful funeral scene. Although I'm still confused. Um, and it's been I, I I I might forget. Why did they have him get sucked up by a UFO? Yeah, I was confused too. I'm like, why is he going up to the air? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't get it either. I, I I saw I know I saw the movie in theaters four months ago, but I'm like I, I that part I'm like I'm so confused by why the, the same held true for the first movie. I'm so confused by everything going on. It's like a mix of tribal and alien technology. Yes, it, uh-huh. it's such a strange combination that in my mind makes no sense. Welcome to Marvel. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> The, the thing I, I like about this, though, now that we're kind of fast-forwarding a little bit to the whole, like, Queen Ramonda in front of, like, the UN and all that stuff, there's part there's kind of part of that I like in the sense of, hey, T'Challa's whole thing was he wanted to open Wakanda to the world and be more, you know, be more out there and, and you know, be a peacekeeper, not, like, hold things back, which was kind of a big, it was kind of fucking the main theme of the first movie, which... <laughs> so let's forget about that. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> like that's what happens. That's it, right. Like, to be fair, I, okay, I'm telling to be you. Fair, he never said he would share the full amount of resources. He built technology centers to help train children and educate children and all of that. Yes. Uh, right. But vibranium was never specifically mentioned to be part of it. What Wakanda is the bad guys. Well, yeah. they, 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 they agreed to share their technology and then didn't. Their technology is life-saving. They have told basically the rest of the population, well, you don't get it, you can die. We have plants that allow you to heal from super illnesses apparently they but don't. No, you don't get that. That well <laughs> they will they no, will they and they give it give it five days they'll have it also vibranium which seems to be a dual what the fuck is vibranium it was introduced metal. as uh, well but it can't be caught in metal detector and it's right. not just metal because it's also beads that electronically connect people <laughs> yeah like it's everything think that's what the wakandans did with them okay it's it, it, you know what kind of beads they did. Beads. That's part of just, their technology. Uh, it, it, it does everything. It's not just a metal. Right. It's literally everything. And if the they're not page. sharing that so, if they're not sharing that with the world, then what are they sharing? They shared it with somebody outside because isn't that what's on Wolverine's skeleton? That is No Adamantium. That is Adamantium. adamantium. You know, another made so, up metal by Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, oh, we'll get know, there when we get just, there. It's just I don't know, man. The, so, they never well, explain anything. Vibranium is everything. Here's you the thing. I kind of, well, I kind of like the fact that they close it up because it's kind of oh, creepy guys. Um, I actually like that because it's like, well, hey, um, Black Panther's dead, so you guys think you just come in and fucking take vibranium whenever you want? Like, no, that's not how this works. And it kind of, you're right. It basically is like fuck the first movie in in a way, but 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 there is. It's something about coming from Queen Ramonda makes it feel like it feels. It looks like I'm she could. Bench, she looks like she could bench press me. <laughs> well, that. But, that too. But, but but it's it's more like if it came from anybody else, it would be like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Like you know, your king just like took it away. But the fact that it's the mother, the queen, stepping in, it feels more personal. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I'm telling you, if you rewatch this movie and think just in your mind, go with Wakanda's the bad guys. <laughs> You'll see it multiple times. The well, Dora Milaje or whatever they all show up and they're like we do whatever we want, whatever we want, wherever we want. It's like okay. well, well, well I'm gonna, calm down. I mean that's that's the Talat Cohen's, but we'll we'll, we'll get to there. Um, no, that, that's what the, in that scene when they show up with a bunch of French soldiers. No, no it's I, like, I wherever we are. Right, is what I'm saying is I think the Talat Khan is basically what Wakanda was in the first movie, but we'll we'll get there. Um, but I didn't mind this. So, but but I I didn't mind this so much, even even with the Dora Milaje doing whatever the fuck they want because they kicked Captain America's ass. Like if it was any anybody else, they'd be like, man, these are the bad guys. <laughs> it's so, and it's actually, like, that, that was, that was actually a Wakandan owned research facility that they broke into. Mm. So they were protecting their property. Yeah. It's all, it's all so, for us and none for you. All right. for us and none for Why, you. They don't need to share shit. Anymore. Like, I'm going to create penicillin, <laughs> but you ain't going to get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're keeping that here. They're terrible. <laughs> what's up what's up rkh in the chat what's going on um <laughs> it's it's the it's the are you sure they're not the bad guy no they, no he's not the bad guy so anyway uh he's getting shot down by these terrorists he stole plutonium for oh my god <laughs> um it, it, i i didn't bad. i didn't I, i'm not disagreeing with anything you say because i did kind of that that did creep in my head a little bit when i was watching the scene i'm like they're good 
<laughs> it's but, just a matter of perspective. Correct. Yeah. And, and, but but my, my point is is that I think the reason I, I accepted it a little bit more was because it came from Queen Ramonda. So right or wrong, she had more of an emotional tie to it. It's like, no, you're not going to have – uh, this, this is ours because you know our my son's already gone. Kind of, I I got more emotion out of her speech than I did anything else, even if it was that opening speech of my son is gone because he opened our doors to you people, right? Essentially, which is which is, which is not true. C- correct. <laughs> I understand. That. But there's, he's there's a grieving a, mother, though. Basically, I know. But there's a, there's a theme that goes on later in this too that is, but... that makes no sense with fucking Shuri. As well, she has the same sentiment. It's like, oh, I want to burn the world down because he died of cancer. What? No, we don't know that. We don't know what he died. We don't know what Black Panther it was an, died. Of. It, it we was an illness. Died of. Yeah, it was an illness. Mm-hmm. So what did they send him? Smallpox blankets? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna blame they the rest of the world for an illness? Illness that suddenly came over him and killed him. Anyway, yeah. it was it was. Indigestion. So anyway, um, in the <laughs> if it was cancer, they probably would have had a better shot at curing. Uh, but, but to hinge like people's, I don't know. It, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, I want to burn the world down because he died of a disease. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's grief. Grief doesn't yeah. make sense sometimes. No, but wanting to kill everybody on the planet because your brother died of cancer or a disease. I mean, there, there's. <sighs> It's a I can't stretch, speak... and it's a stretch to make the movie make sense. Basement, I, I, I'm going to put it to you this way. My mom died the day after Christmas. I now don't want anybody to celebrate Christmas. That's still not the same as killing everybody on the planet. Close. Um, the the, <laughs> the, the point, well, here, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, wanting to, Okay. Does she actually take measurements to want to watch the world? Does, does Shuri actually do anything in the movie to try to make the world burn? Well, it's Namor's whole fucking reasoning to like right. Give that's her time. Namor because Namor is a fucking winged freak that he doesn't have any love. Uh, she, she, she almost does. She uh, wait when? Well, it's like oh, you're gonna choose vengeance over yeah when they have a conversation. But I'm talking Peaceful about like actual action, actions that go towards because my point is is that like it's one thing to be in a moment of grief and be rageful and feel that way, but it's a, it's obviously a completely fucking different thing to act on that rage, and she doesn't do anything to act on it. If anything, she backpedals. Obviously, that's the kind of the. I, of... I still think it would have worked more if he was killed <laughs> by said enemies. The whole story would make more sense if it wasn't an illness that killed him. You're saying if it was more of a direct correlation between his death and uh, as a him result opening of him opening the borders from the first movie. Yes, because that would that's that's the way this movie would make sense. Way more sense, at least to me. OK, I, I can I can buy that because otherwise they erase the first movie in place of what happens in this one. I, I, I can I can I, I can accept that. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. If it was like, well, I mean, you could make the argument that that was the case. Like, he wouldn't have gotten this illness if he just stayed in Wakanda. But uh, we'll get there. Um, the vibranium detector. Hmm. Oh, God. Don't even get me started on this. Right, cool. It, we'll, just, it, it, we'll just skip it. it. I just have one question. Mm-hmm. Why is it she's the first one to think of that and not Tony Stark? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark had plenty of time to think of this shit. They didn't she know. Didn't, she made it by accident, so which he, is the stupidest thing. So, no, she was commissioned to make it. 
No, she Ooh. made it for her me me metallurgy class in college. Okay. And it just so happens to detect vibranium. Okay, so so a couple... <laughs> that part pisses me off more than anything else. It's just, it happens to... Bleh. Yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, table, how does folks. she make something to detect vibranium when she doesn't have the vibranium to use to detect? <laughs> Anyways... So, what I was trying to say was, great, now I can't fucking remember what I was going to say. God damn it. No, the, the vibranium detection. Tony Stark wouldn't have known, there was, it was not publicly known until after the Black Panther movie that they had an abundance of vibranium in Wakanda. The only vibranium, according to them, that they knew of that was on the planet, his in-cap shield up until that point, and an Infinity War happened. Which Tony Stark made. Actually, which Howard Stark made. Right. So, it wasn't until the Black Panther movie that he revealed, hey, look at all this shit we've got here, all this vibranium we got here. So, yeah, Tony could have made that device probably to, to be able to find it, but he didn't know that there was any other vibranium in the fucking world until kind of too little too late. <laughs> Whoopsie. I, I, like, the whole vibranium detector thing is such a big plot point in this movie. and It's, 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 a, way to, absolutely, it's a way to further... It's absolutely... I know. I, I said the same thing. I'm like, this is just a way to like kind of like connect dots and just like kind of slowly like, push things along. <laughs> Because uh, they're going to get to a point where Namor's like, I know, give me the scientist. Well, if they have the machine. That, that is, that, that, that is, that is. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. know. You can't, um, you, can't put the, you can't put the fucking rabbit back in the hat. Well, unless you're Dr. Strange. So um, I will say this, though. The, the idea that like the um, these mysterious blue-skinned people, which I thought were avatars, um, and... No. Namor attacked the scientists. Pretty fun. Weird, but fun. It was a neat introduction to them. I like the idea that they had like a siren song, which works like into mythology. I thought that was fucking awesome out of everything. Yeah, that, that was a cool idea. And it was a neat visual for the people to just walk up and fucking jump off. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Man, can you do that in like the city and just see how that fucking goes? <laughs> <laughs> Go up the stairs. No, it was, uh, do a it was flip. An it was an interesting introduction to them. Uh, I'm kind of confused about the the people, the the, the Talorkin, whatever the fuck they're called. Talokans. Because uh, like they're not blue underwater. Correct. They're blue out of water. Correct. And I was thinking because they can't breathe regular air. Yep. That's why they're blue. Yet they're out there with their like fucking rebreathers on. You'd think they wouldn't be blue unless they were breathing. So, there is one. Like there is one. <laughs> there is one part about this that I'm like, uh, th this is. <laughs> you're gonna hear me say this a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm torn, right? So we might as well get this out of the way now, and and we'll get to it. But we're, fuck it, we're on this part now anyway. And let's face it, we're gonna be here for a while. Um. We didn't know, like I said, we didn't know much about the movie going into it other than we knew that Namor was going to be the antagonist and that uh, presumably he would be the king of Atlantis because in the comics, Namor is the king of Atlantis. 
And instead, instead of making them all Atlanteans, he made them mutants. So he himself is a mutant. Technically speaking, so are the Talokans. Because they took that weird, yummy fruit. I think it was just leaves or some shit that they actually. I think it was a heart shaped herb. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It's just. I the real reason why they're blue, Mm -hmm. so you can tell them apart from Wakandans. I can tell you that in the fight scenes, that's the whole reason that they're blue. Oh, well, like we need to make them look different. So how are you going to do it? Make them blue, or make them look like I mean, because they're technically all wearing like tribal outfits. So like, what the fuck? Um, the it's so confusing because they eat the herb, they lose the ability to breathe air, and have to go underwater to live. Yet the woman that eats the herb, her baby, yep, can breathe anywhere. Yep. And grows feet, wings. That's a very different. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite. It's like yes, now you can fly. Okay, ba- ba- Everybody else to live basement. underwater. Here's the thing. You're also talking about like, hey, here's a guy who has powers that he's able to manipulate anything magnetic or metal, and he's gonna give birth to two kids. One who's a fucking sorceress supreme who can bend the will of reality, and one who is really fucking fast. Yeah, I guess it's just like a roulette that happens. But I mean, it's pretty kind of like I, I get it. It's it's, it's, it's it's when it's feet wings. I know, bang my head on a brick wall. I I, <laughs> I know, I know. But but the, the I, what I will say is that like the idea of them, um, you know, flipping it on its head a little bit so that it's not they're not Atlanteans, they're Talokans, which uh, is a offshoot of a Latino or a Latin tribe um, in like the Mexican region. I really dug that because one, I mean, yeah, like I know Wakanda is a fake country and everything like that and blah, blah, blah. But to be able to like one of the reasons that we talked about before that Wakanda was so, in my opinion, anyway, was so successful and so um, intriguing was because they were able to like weave culture into it. Right. African culture into it. And they're kind of doing the same thing with the Talokans with um, Latin culture. They're like Mayans. Yeah, it's Mayan and Aztec culture. I fucking loved that. I thought that was really, really neat. Especially where <laughs> there was a stalemate at the end of the whole thing, so it's just like nobody really lost, but we'll get there. Um, no, but, uh, but, yeah, that was... I have a big problem with that, and we'll get there. But but uh, just for me personally, I thought that was really cool to see like the headdresses, the the, the feathers, the... And, and this movie are incredible. The what? Like The, cost, the costume work in this movie oh, yeah. is fucking 10 out of 10. Yep. Costume work and like some of the, um, the, I know it's mostly CGI, but like the the places that they build, uh, the the underwater city and even like Wakanda, they, it's very. I like the way they look, so I'll give them credit where credit is due. Um, but that's where it stops. <laughs> that's where the credit stops. Um, <laughs> There's a part that did you catch this too? Because it's what we're covering. On. They're leaving. Uh, I guess they're leaving the Wakanda border and it like cuts to these guys playing drums on like on water. I'm like, what is this how you exit? What it the is, fuck is it that? It is how they exit. So, um, and they were just saying that like with, with, uh, the, the, the detecting vibranium stuff and it's like kind of, you know, whatever, but the introduction of the Talokans, I mean, we'll get to it a little bit more, but I was just saying that like, I like the fact that it's, you know, we didn't, we didn't know 
we, we assumed it was Atlanteans based off of the trailer because that's what it is in the comics. And I'm glad that one, it's not Atlanteans because I mean, I know Wakanda's fake, but still. And the fact that it's like woven into Mayan Aztec um, culture, much like how Wakandan culture is woven or African culture is woven into there. I thought it was fucking genius. I thought that was very smart. I'm going to say right now that scene at the very beginning on that carrier first my my first thought is Little Mermaid how it should have been with them doing the song whistling and having them jump off off of the boat and jump into the water on their own volition do a flip (laughs) but But, yeah and then they jumped out of the water oh now it's Avatar okay yeah you did get a lot of Avatar vibes I did oh uh remind me to show you the honest trailer for this later and there's literally the last like joke big joke is them comparing it side by side we'll get there um so anyway what we see outside of the or right near the border of the edge of wakanda um we see that uh namor is introducing himself after this somewhat heart-to-heart talk with between ramonda and shiri over um letting go of 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 the past and letting go of grief which again i'm fucking torn on this like on one hand, I appreciate what they're trying to say, but but to pay, to Basement's point, it's like it kind of goes against what we just saw with Ramonda in the UN, which mm-hmm. it, it's and her behavior for the rest of the movie. It, it's a very messy movie where things don't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you this: this scene with Shuri and um, Ramonda, what's her name? Ramonda, Ramonda. You could have replaced Lupita with Shuri. And have the exact same conversation. Even better, she Mm -hmm. lost her husband, and we find out later more. Like it just—it seems like it should be stronger bonds between her and him than brother and sister, or just as strong. Like vibranium strong. (laughs) Well, everything so. Anal bead strong. Anyway, so um, Namor confronts Ramonda and Shuri, uh, easily bypassing Wakanda's advanced security. He blames Wakanda for the vibranium, uh, or for the vibranium arms and race to get it. And he gives them an ultimatum: deliver him the scientist responsible for the vibranium detector, or he will start open attacking Wakanda. Which, to me, is very ass backwards, in my opinion. But I mean, like. It doesn't well, not really, because he also made the threat of having a massive army. So that's and the fact that he was able to get within their lands without alerting any of their security. Right. No, I get that. But the part of the part that I'm still kind of like wrapping my head around is like, oh, well, actually, it does make sense. Because I was saying, like, why would he go after Wakanda for a piece of technology that humans made, but realistically? Wakanda's borders were opened up because of T'Challa, so maybe they might have a connection, and and he sees it as their fall because they're the ones that like made vibranium a more um, namesake in the world, I guess, or more. Yeah, I like Namor. I don't give a shit. I, I that's my heel of the die on. I, 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 I like uh, he he is the least intimidating villain I've ever seen. I, he comes out of the I, water, I don't flapping like... his feet wings, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, not as a villain. I, not as a villain, but as an actor and visually. I don't mind the actor. I, I hate the way he looks. Really? I like how he portrayed the so-called villain or antagonist that is supposed to be for this movie until a certain point. And even after that certain point, it's just like. I, I don't I don't buy him as a villain whatsoever. 
Um, he's like up to be part of like Carabana or some shit, man. Wearing like, little speedos, like he, he just doesn't. He's not. He not. He doesn't look great. That's all I'm gonna say. His character doesn't look intimidating. He doesn't look like a rage war on anybody. He's not supposed to. He looks like Hermes. It's not even just that he doesn't look intimidating. He doesn't sound intimidating. He no, sounds I... like, come over for dinner or we will attack you. I think <laughs> I, I think that's par- I, I think that's part of it. I, I never, even when I first saw him for like trailer and teasers and stuff, I never saw him as a villain. And realistically, Namor is not supposed to be. He is kind of, um, I, I know the fucking comparison is going to be to Aquaman is fucking obvious and, and long going, but like, for a while in the comics, Aquaman was kind of neutral. Like he wasn't for anything. Like he was more good than anything, but he wasn't like the first one to like put his neck out there. As far as like, I'll make sure to come to your aid for whatever reason. He was more protective of his people, and that's kind of what I got from from him. And that's kind of why I liked him a little bit was because it's just it's he's not a. I'm never. I have never referred to him, nor will I ever in the MCU as a villain. Antagonist is the best description I can use because he's not a villain, and if he is a villain, he's fucking really, really shitty at his job. He also like all of his threats are pretty hollow because it's like, well, I'm gonna take over the world and kill everybody. I'm like, man, how are you gonna fight in the middle of like a fucking landlocked state? Good luck. Yeah. Everybody can't breathe. You, you, you fucking throw Curses a dolphin at someone. Defeated by Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that and it's like they keep referring to like wakanda as this like the, the world's superpower i'm like it's a city and that's yeah. it and they, they fight with fucking spears and shields fucking village uh, like I, it's just like yeah okay, they have the most precious resource that they don't trade to anybody they fight with fucking spears and shields yeah, those spears and are fucking... well they're right just, nu- just just nuke them <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it, like the, the things that they tried to portray it just they, like it it holds no water after like thinking about it for more than 10 seconds and i, I find like namor he's the guy that wants to like protect his people he wants to keep his people safe but his idea on how to do that is just fucking retarded because they already know where the vibranium is they pinpointed it it's like no well we killed the people on that ship they fucking called it in <laughs> What's up, Frank? Frank? It's over, Namor. It's over. Shout out to Frank for the Harsh Truth uh, show. Make sure you give him some love on his channel. He said he thought that uh, Namor was a good villain other than Thanos who could really strike fear in the Wakandans. I'm... I can't tell if there's sarcasm implied in that in that, in that huh. comment, but but um, like I said, I never, I never saw him as a villain. I saw him as a antagonist and someone who could challenge the Wakandans, but I, I never saw him as a massive threat more like a pain in the ass more than anything he, he, he just makes bad decision after bad decision after bad decision well we'll, we'll get there in a second but um again we're gonna do an abridged version because this movie has already been long enough uh so shuri and okoye learn from cia agent good old-fashioned white boy everett k ross that the scientist in question yeah. is an MIT student named Riri Williams and arrive at the university to confront her. Can I just say, personally, as a Massachusetts boy, clearly, um, my jaw hit the floor when I saw not only exactly where they went to, but, yeah, that the, the, the bridge that they filmed the fight scene on, I were Drive not through. too far from there, to be honest <laughs> with you. So I'm like, oh, I know that place. But anyway, um... So they confront Riri Williams 
who is a uh, a genius uh, prodigy child, or a genius child prodigy, easy for me to fucking say. <laughs> Uh, and then the group is pursued by the FBI and then Namor's warriors who, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here cause there's a lot of this in between, but basically there's this giant car chase in between and, a, uh, <laughs> Riri looks like she developed a, uh, well, a prototype version of an Iron Man suit. Mm. Stop, stop getting so excited, Baseman. We see a giant car chase scene, all that fun stuff. We see that the uh, the pursuit going back and forth, finally landing on a bridge, where uh, we see a bunch of Namor's warriors uh, challenge Okoye and Shiri, with finally Shiri saying that she will... Um, uh, she will surrender herself, along with Riri Williams, to the people of Talokan. Um, again, just the whole... This whole scene went a little too long. This whole, like... Mm. I just want to preface this with the cops saying, "Oh shit, she built an Iron Man suit." Oh god, that's that's terrible. There's more, way more. There's way more. This whole thing. I mean, fucking Shuri saying we need to split up. Okoye saying you are the princess. You are sitting your ass next to me. <laughs> and then there's an entire YouTube channel dedicated to sightings of me. Can we bring the ego down just a smidge? Just a smidge. I mean, you are the black female little girl version of Tony Stark right now. And <laughs> we only just fucking met your ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Heather. Fr Frank, Frank commented in the chat, I'm serious, this is the only guy that can run with the Wakandans. They took out a French hit squad in the beginning of the movie. Who, on, who else on earth can beat them? I mean, there's bunch but I, I love how basement neatly comments that he gets captured by a flying oven exactly what happens now this movie is two hours and 40 plus minutes and they have the time to have a mosquito bug direct why was that why was that even part of the movie what they, they, uh, he's, he's running yeah. he's running and a little mosquito bug goes in front of him and he's like, oh, okay. And then he follows it into the forest and they just show up in business casual wear. The, why had, even, why? It had to get him to the right spot. Well, couldn't they just fucking show up? He, no, he needed to know where the mesquite go. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it on top of what happened, everything that happens next. They go and visit her in her dorm and she reveals that she's, I made this in my metallurgy class, and uh, said I couldn't do it. And yeah, like, and she's like, "Well, you know, black in America, black in America." I'm like, "Oh, fuck off, really." Just like you, you, you don't need to. When you constantly talk about race, is just annoying. Just move on. And she's the kid. She, her character was fucking horrendous. I will never watch a movie with her as the lead. I hated her more than I hated Shuri in this movie. Riri Williams was so annoying. Well, get ready because she's gonna have her own show. So um, uh, let's just skip for me. Yeah. Well, also, what was up with that room? There's like seven thousand windows. <laughs> Did anybody else catch that shit? Wait, in her garage? <laughs> go back, go back, and no, no, go back and look at her dorm room. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, MIT <laughs> is a lot of windows. Well, that was a stupid amount of windows. It was. Um, it's true. It's it's oh, it's accurate. So she's like a college as, student. As a non-MIT graduate from Massachusetts, I can confirm that there are a shit ton of windows in the dorms of the college I've never been to. So she was a college student. Mm -hmm. And she also had access to a mechanics hangar. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Where she kept all of her, her expensive material that she somehow had money for. Yep. And made it a point to say that she's gotten locked out of her own encryption system that took her a whole semester to crack to get back into. Honey, you built it. Now you guys so are is talking. She a, is, she, is she a millionaire? No. Um... She's from oh, Chicago. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I will say that the the in the bridge fight, the 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 fight sequence between um I can't remember his name, the lead the, like the the second in command for the Talokans and Okoye, I thought that fight was pretty 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 solid. The fight was pretty good. I'll, I'll admit and that's one thing that will never go wrong with Marvel movies when it's small scale mm-hmm. fighting. Oh, we'll Those sequences there. will never go wrong. We'll get there. Oh, I did. Oh, did did um. SMO. <laughs> did did Riri Williams kill like a bunch of police? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, it wasn't her. Someone dropped a flaming something <laughs> onto a bunch of police, killing all of them. No, that's fine. It's, it's they walked it off. It's fine. They ran away. Yeah. Well, there, <laughs> they, they, ain't no they ran away. Ain't nobody fire. ran. Ain't nobody running away from that explosion. <laughs> oh God. Back in uh, back in Wakanda, angered by Okoye's failure to protect Shuri, Ramonda strips Okoye of her title as General Lador Milaje and seeks out Nakia, who had been living in Haiti since the blip. Um, Namor shows Shuri his vibranium-rich underwater kingdom of Talokan, which he has protected for centuries from the uh, from discovery by the world. Um, bitter at the surface world for enslaving the Maya, Namor proposes an alliance with Wakanda against the rest of the world, but threatens to destroy Wakanda if they refuse. Okay, let's back up a little bit here. So first off, um, if the, I'm gonna the scene just the scene just after this where oh, oh we'll get the, the, oh, oh yeah yeah we'll get there I had to, this this is where I first sat there and said oh yeah Marvel trope so, so first off. Can I just, I think Angela Bassett's the best actress in this whole thing, right? I actually have that as a note right here. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> like, like, she's getting she's nominated. She's nominated for an Oscar, and, and you know. She's going to win it for this, 100%. No, normally, I kind of am like, okay, but, but fucking A. She, she is the MVP of this, of this fucking movie, no, she, and she, rightfully. So. I was an Angela Bassett fan even before this and even before the first Black Panther. So, I mean, she just, she crushes it in every fucking scene. I just want to be very, okay, cool. We're on the same page with that. Um, the, the scene with her in the door, Milaje with this part is actually probably my, my favorite scene with her because um, she's fucking tapped. She's broken. She's like, as far as I know, my, my daughter's dead. My son's dead. Like it's, it's the, it's from the, it's the quote from the trailer. Everything. Yeah. Have I not given everything? It's her fault. So I'm going to take it out on her where I feel it belongs. And it's, and it's hurting because she knows that there's like a closeness there too. It's just, it's such Uh, a fucking, it's another scene that's too good for the movie. It's in, to be honest. (laughs) Agreed. I I have a question though. You know, like the blue people, right? Uh, On the bridge scene, she kills them and they come back to life. Did they ever Say how or why? Uh, or <laughs> I'm just saying anything at this point. <laughs> no, like because they, I swear they no, killed them later on no. in the movie. And uh, oh, maybe maybe later on. And I'm like, I just don't understand why these ones came. She stabs one through the fucking stomach, but I guess that's just like a, a flesh wound. 
in this movie. Yeah, don't you know? I was going to say that happens again <laughs> later on in the movie, which we'll get there. Ain't no fang. Yeah, <laughs> just walk it off. Just walk it off. Um, hey, Connor, 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 Connor. Yeah. You know what? Namor is backwards. Donna, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> it's set to tableau. Under the water. Ooh! Oh! <laughs> oh my god, fucking Namor is Roman Reigns. I knew it! Uh, uh, the tribal chief of the Talokan. Um... <laughs> Visually, Talokan is fucking gorgeous. the The whole scene where he's showing Shuri the entire like, I come the fuck on. That is that is fucking absolutely beautiful. But I did giggle a little bit of like, we should align, or if you don't, I'm gonna fucking destroy you. Which oh. also, here's my whole story, and here's my mother's band. Here's my my mother's bracelet. You may keep it. Here's uh-huh. my place. I met you three that? hours ago. Like the part that I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to wrap my head around. I'm like, okay, so like, you, you, you're proposing an alliance, but you also know that like there's a chance that like she's gonna say no. So let me show you everything. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. The thing with that was he first went through the life story, and he's like, I'll take you to see my ta- my. I'd love to see your culture. I'll take you to see it. It's down in the depths where your heart will explode and your bones will be crushed. Or you can have a suit. We have a few. Terrible. Why isn't everybody else's fucking bones exploding? I I, I guess they all got super strength. uh, Yeah, exactly. They are all born off of the plant from the vibranium. What do you guys... I thought he was, like, specifically special in that respect. He he, he ingested it through his mother. Right. He was born with it in him. Right. He got little feet wings. So a couple, I was about to say, let me, let me pivot up because we're going to, I'm going to put a pin in this. So, so two, two, two things about that. First of all, uh, Namor's origin story and the origin story of the Talokans. Uh, Off of the Black Panther life, just now it's underwater instead of on land. I don't mind that. It was... I know it's. I know what you're gonna say. And let me let me let me guess. It's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I and, and uh, yeah. And for a for a movie that's two hours and forty minutes, it's like <laughs> glossed over. Um. <laughs> my sentiments exactly. I I, I kind of like Namor's origin, where he fe- like he blames humans for being dicks, like. What kind of? Because he grew up as a child to bury his mother and happened to see one instance of time. I don't know. Isn't he like a billion years old? Now far yes. removed from society. Ah, that's the other part too. So he he says the M word. Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> yes. Mutant. So yes, this he is, is mutant. This is the second time, but the first time in a major film in the MCU that they actually go out of their way to say mutant. Now, I, I mean, yes, he is a fucking mutant. They they do like that. That's, He's that, a freaking nature. Well, no, it's it's comic it's comic accurate and all that stuff. But like, I don't know, something about that was just like a hmm. The fact you know, his, his character would have worked a lot better. If mutants were established and were uh, kind of like 
already here? Well, being held <laughs> being held down by the rest of society because that's his storyline. You took the words right out of my fucking mouth. Like I, I, I felt like this was a subtle, like we're going to sneak this in and see whoever, whoever catches this. But I, I agree. And this is one of the reasons why I'm curiously scared of how they're going to introduce mutants into the MCU. Um, because now it's like, well, okay, well, Miss Marvel's hinted at being a mutant, which cool. I'm, I'm fine with the way they're handling that. Um, this fucker has been around for since Abraham Ever. Lincoln. So got, got it, it makes me, well, it opens up the door of possibility that there are mutants on earth under when I say underground, obviously not phys, fucking physically, but like underneath the general, like public knowledge. They have, it's hard to believe. I, they, I have know. The right, they have the full rights to all of the X-Men movies that have mm-hmm. already been created now. Correct. Uh, with actually, you know, you know, the ironic one is Namor. No, I'm not. No, I'm talking about the X Men movies. Oh yeah, 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 they're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. they're not. They're not going to. They use already those. have all the rights to those. Yep, they ain't going to use those. F- fun, fun, well, fun. then how about you sit there and do what you're fucking famous for, Marvel, and retcon them in? Could it Secret Wars? Slide them into uh, the timeline where they're supposed you to fucking could be during Secret Wars. Timeline. I really don't. I, I think they deserve a fresh start. I'm with base. I, I think I think Secret Wars. They will. They might feature like Wolverine either, or something. You know, they, like. They'll either do fan service like they did at No Way Home, or they're gonna do like what Heather's suggesting and start to like start to like. I feel funny, and then like yeah, everything's merged together, <laughs> and then like it's like a, a a Big Bang sequel. Um, but personally, I'm I'm with Basement. Like, let's just let's just cut our like let's start this whole shit over. You know, like James Gunn did, um, but I, I I found it very interesting because maybe they're trying to plant seeds right. for mutant mutinism in the MCU, which that could go a bunch of different ways. But we'll, we'll cross those bridges when we get to them. Uh, well, the seeds are already planted, but it's in I know in in things that are kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better term, She Hulk, fucking uh, Miss Marvel. And this. By the way, fun, fun, fun little, fun little fact. Um, Namor is a similar rights situation like Hulk is to MCU. They can use him in movies, just not a standalone movie. Correct. Somehow, and I, I only found this because I'm still doing my research on like the history of the MCU for the Iron Man review. I don't know if I was gonna get done. Um, Hulk and Namor are both owned by Universal. Why they took those two of all of them, I have no idea, but just fun little factoid for y'all. Anyway, um, so Ramonda insists on helping, uh, uh, getting the help of Nakia. So Nakia helps Shuri and Riri Williams escape, and Namor retaliates with an attack against Wakanda, which, of course, in which, uh, again, visually fucking beautiful, um, as I'm talking about, you know, uh, an attack and, and, and war between countries, uh, during which Ramonda drowns while saving Riri Williams. Namor vows to return with his full army, and the citizens of Wakanda relocate to the Jabari Mountains for their safety. And meanwhile, Ross is arrested by his ex-wife, good old CIA director, Valenti- uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, for secretly exchanging classified intelligence with the Wakandans. 
I hated that entire fucking storyline going on in the side with Ross and her. It's there to promote another movie. I, get, I was like, hoping bleh. something was going to come of it. Nope. Something, anything. Nothing came of it. It was boring as shit. Uh, the that why does why does fucking half these fucking how the, what does half of Wakanda know how to speak ancient Mayan? Bored randomly. Like Lupita, it can speak it for some reason. But you know, cool. Uh, she was also studied in many different cultures. What the fuck is learning ancient Mayan randomly? Anyways, uh, other than that, this does do uh, does Namor control water? No. I'm going to say yes, because they flood the city somehow. It, 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 okay. <laughs> it's not really crystal clear in the movie, because I, I think it can control... They have those water bombs, but that's like... I think those things ridiculous... are fucking badass. They, they were, but that's a ridiculous amount of water. <laughs> Someone said the most, the most powerful water balloons of fucking mankind. <laughs> It's the size of a grenade, but it holds all of the ocean's water. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's vibranium. I get it. <laughs> it's vibranium. Yeah, exactly. It's vibranium. Oh, um, I think the the visual. So the attack on Wakanda was very again visually like holy shit. Um, made no sense. They could have. They made no sense. Why they fucking attacked him? I'm gonna kill your leader and then be like, hey, join me. No. He was saying surrender at that point. No, he said he was arguing to have them join him against everybody else. Still, after yeah. he killed Ram exactly. Ramona he or whatever, he said to Shuri, "You're the queen now. You make the choices." I'll be back in a week, even though I'm already in control of this whole place. <laughs> he needs to get the water out of his brain. It's so dumb. So, love the water bombs. Ramona's death was like. I hate to say that, but like I, I do want to say again, Angela Bassett fucking selling the scene that like the I know the burning of your muscles and just that burning of wanting to take a breath when you're still like five feet below where the air is yep. underwater. Perfectly done. Yeah, again, she fucking crushed this, and 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 I I will say that like although the, some of the actors and actresses weren't as best weren't as good compared to her. Change the, the 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 scenes of of like the grieving more specifically I think with Ramonda more than uh, with T'Challa ironically like was was pretty pretty powerful. Um, something about something about like Sherry crying. I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I was just like, wow, that's fucking. I not connect so. with Sherry in this movie. I tried really hard. I know <laughs> uh, the actor. The actress like didn't. She just didn't do it. For I, me. I I agree. I, I agree with you, but I think there was a, there was a couple of pockets here and there that I, I appreciated but um when she was able to sit there and get back into her funny ways of being the shuri from the first episode from the first movie toward the end i enjoyed it a bit more but for her to be that sulking child still later on in this movie when she's supposed to have had matured yeah i didn't like it too much there's just too much weight on her shoulders in this movie that i don't think she's ready was ready for in terms small. of big she, well, she, fuck, tiny man. So after Ramona's funeral, Shuri uses a remnant of the herb that, that gave Namor's people their superhuman abilities to reconstruct the heart shape herb. Once again, she ingests it, gaining superhuman abilities. And this is, uh, 
favorite part of the movie. Favorite part of the movie. She ingests it, gaining superhuman abilities and meeting on the ancestral plane Killmonger, who urges her to seek revenge. I loved this. I wish she would have just come back. I loved that they kept him dead. That that's part of it. Yes, that is a part of it. But I love the twist. And first off, I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he's a fantastic actor. I wish they wouldn't have killed him. I. <laughs> but I love the twist of this. I love the little ad, like the the addition to this. He's urging her to seek revenge. I, I it just ah. The, I think that with all the back and forth on the writing and everything. That was probably the 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 stroke of genius for me in this movie, was that one moment with um, Michael B. Jordan coming back as Killmonger, urging Shuri for revenge. I I I fucking popped. I was like, oh shit. I like the fact that they included him in it. I like the fact that they included him as like a force ghost kind of deal, <laughs> um, uh, like a, a force of vengeance and being like, you're yeah, like fuck me, it up, not cause. like any of them. Yeah, go fuck it up, cuz. Um, <laughs> It's just like this. This is I don't know, it's something that just irks me. Where like you look at the rest of the superhero movies, and you, you got every other fucking person, almost every every fucking guy in this genre, get fucking bulked up out of control, and then you look at her and she's made of twigs, <laughs> and they're trying to sell her it's like yo, this it just sets a, sets a precedent that is weirdly unfair. That all, all the men have to be jacked out of their mind. And the women yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. It, it is a little um, Like the tricky. Natalie uh, Portman had CGI arms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I get it. Like, it's hard to do, but it's like, man, it's expected of so many of the others. Fucking, uh, what, what is his name? Uh... Kumail, I think his name is. He got fucking jacked and never even did, did anything with him. Oh yeah, an eternal. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Camille, you're gonna wear a coat yeah. the entire time. He was, I think, my favorite eternal. Now that I think about it. Anyway, Shuri dons a new Black Panther suit and is accepted by the other Wakandan tribes as the Black Panther. But despite Mbaku's urges for peace, Shuri is determined to exact revenge on Namor or vengeance on Namor for Ramonda's death and orders an immediate counterattack on Talakan. Preparing for battle, with uh, with uh, Ao assuming the position of General Lador Malaje, Shuri bestows the Midnight Angel armor upon Okoye, who in turn recruits Dora Malaje member Anika to join her. Riri Williams also creates an Iron Man-esque powered esco- uh, exoskeleton to aid the Wakandans. In three hours. So Okay, so, so first <laughs> off, the scene with Shuri emerging as the Black Panther. There is a detail about the Black Panther suit that I did not catch until getting ready for this review. Did you guys notice that the Black Panther suit that she wears has bit of the similar pattern of Killmonger? Yes. I didn't catch that at first. I did. It also has uh, the, the white dots that she wore for the funeral. Yes, it's a mixture of her, obviously T'Challa, and Killmonger mixed in, which I really like that little detail, and I'm so Ah. Um, if Ramonda's my favorite character in this movie, Mbaku's my second. I I love <laughs> I love him in general for his banter, but more importantly, I also liked him for this scene as like the rock of like 
kind of tried, like, obviously they, they treat him as like a meathead throughout most of the MCU. And then he kind of comes into him, like he kind of steps into his own a little bit closer towards the end. But this scene in particular, I really like the, the, the back and forth between the two. It's like, we have books, we read, <laughs> but also like trying to be like the, the noble spirit. I love the arm wrestling contest between the two of that them. That too, you know. Finally yeah, but... accept that. Okay, you are the Black Panther. You are our protector. Yep. What about you, Baseman? I like him as a character for sure. Uh, and like we we said before, he's one of my list of the people that I prefer as Black Panther. Um, still, it was not a bad scene. The the suit looks cool, but again, man, I just can't buy her. I just can't. It's, but it's um, kind of tricky. Stiff wind, you know. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too that I find... has the kinetic energy in it that she made for her brother as well. So, different. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's three I mean, things. It's just the the double standard that I can't get behind. There, what's I up, Brandon? Uh, there, there's three things I wanted to bring up as far as a visual, uh, a visual aid here. So the first is, um, the Midnight Angel armor. I agree. Okay. I agree with her. It's fucking ugly. Not my not my choice, but if it's a way to keep a koye, then fine. I, I'm a I'm a fan of a koye, so I'm I'm all cool with that. It, it is it is a bit like they look like owls. The the end of this yeah. movie gets a little bit Iron Man three. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not a good thing. No, I I know I know <laughs> what you mean. Um, second, Ironheart's suit. Oh God, I Beetleborg. I almost like it. I almost like it. It, it reminds it, me of a mini me version of the Hulk Smash suit. It looks too much back. like a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the back, like the 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 flaps or whatever in the back. It's the back. Other than that, oh I'm no! Not, you know what it reminded me of because we Wendy and I rewatched it for the first time in a while. Betamax's armor. <laughs> yeah, it, it it looks a hundred percent. Like a toy, and I mean, I I get it. People were like, "Well, Iron Man's suit was a toy." The Iron Man's suit still looks like a suit, like a, like a suit. Piece of armor. This looks like a what the fuck are they called? Those big Japanese robots? Gundams? Yeah, it looks like a Gundam. Yeah, yeah. but just yeah. shrunken, and it's ugly as shit. For, I I didn't I didn't like anything about that character. I didn't like her banter. She looked like she was forty years old and supposed to be eighteen. I didn't like anything that that happened with her she she was something that did not need to be in this movie and she's only in here so that you'll watch it on disney plus yeah, yeah. such a useless character man and it was just like, like not would, for me i would love if like she like lifted her arms and like you just saw the, the disney plus logo just yeah anyway um okay my mother should have let her drown <laughs> jesus <laughs> so Here's something that really fucking made me like I know we've been like poking fun at and and also criticizing like plot points and whatnot, but the biggest one for me out of everything was, hey, we're gonna take the fight to the Talo to, to the oh Talocons. <laughs> so we're gonna do it on a ship in the middle of the fucking ocean. Fucking idiots. Why why would you do that? At least, for, okay, fuck it. 
at least with with Shuri's plan, right? F- it, it, yeah, the, the fucking flying oven, toaster oven that the base mentioned earlier. All jokes aside, fine. But the idea was that they was supposed to get him away from the water, which mm-hmm. lead him and all of his army towards that the middle sense of to the me. fucking island. Why would you? Why would you fight What's the on? plan when they sink the boat you're on? <laughs> because you're dead at that point. And also, why can the blue people just climb up the side of a sheer fucking boat? There was no thing. They whistled. They were just like. They were just like fucking handing it. They were. They, they have like octopus. They're all octopus hands. <laughs> yes. They, they, like you know, I was like, what the fuck? Okay, they didn't even try. And the the, the the CGI where they were like flying across the side of the boat. I'm like, this looks terrible. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And everything like the the entire and the ending fight. None of it worked for me. They they they. They were switching back and forth between her fight and all the other fights that nobody cared about. And it was like, we're going to do slow-mo at this awkward situation. I, I, like, they slow-moed shit that was just terrible. Like, she just grab her blades back and just stand there. I'm like, okay, you look, you, you slow-moed her turning three degrees to the right. Great. That's yep. fucking incredible. Nailed it. So using a sea-fearing vessel, or sorry, sea-firing vessel, excuse me, the Wakandans lure Namor and his warriors to the surface on a fucking boat with another vibranium detector as a battle ensues. Shuri traps Namor in a fighter aircraft intending to dry him out and weaken him. The pair crashes on a desert beach and fight. Shuri gains the upper hand, but has a vision of Ramonda and implies Namor to, implores Namor to yield, offering him a peaceful alliance. Namor accepts, and the battle ends. Okay. So, this is where I had my major problem because it's like she sits there and says, We need to figure out a way to weaken Namor. He's water. Fucking fire. <laughs> as comical as the plan is, I kind of get it. Because, like I said, as much as I like fine it's 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 goofy it's stupid it's 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 a little like out there but at least it makes it, it makes sense to me anyway like oh let's dry him out fine okay fine <laughs> oh they fucking fricass they they fish sticked him um i actually didn't mind the fight between namor and shuri just chopped up so much man. i know and that's the part that I, I, I didn't like the back and forth but the part that I, maybe it's just me the part that really made me kind of go crazy was the so shuri is standing over namor and she's like you shut you cut the shit we'll protect you we'll cover you we'll make sure nobody knows about you and you just we're, we're done and namor yields then they go back to the fight where Wakandans are clearly going to fucking lose. Mm-hmm. And we're good. Yeah. Passive war happening on the fucking water and just him standing up and going back in the water. Yeah, we're done. See you, folks. It's, it's so flaccid. Uh, 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 fucking Sherry gets impaled through the spine and, and now I'm all good Namor gets lit on fire and they both come back they're perfectly fine what she's missing like a fucking two inch gap in her insides and he's fucking burned alive but nope yeah, we're good. Walk it off. Yeah, like this. This is to me. I can, I can forgive that. Go- I, can, I can't. I, I can sort of. I can sort of forgive that goofy shit. I, I I say sort of. 
the part that that infuriates me more than anything else is the fact that like they have this like big warriors battle where they're both defeated, scarred up, and then it's just like they get up and they're fine, and then they go to the battlefield where one of them is clearly fucking losing. What prevented Namor from just taking a spear, stabbing Shuri in the fucking throat, and be like, "JK, lull," and then that's it? It's it's just like this is yeah okay. There's a certain allowance for Marvel. This is like I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. It's just like this. This is like supreme fantasy ridiculousness. They show his back burned to a crisp, and then he's completely fine after that. Mm-hmm. And and she she is completely fine after being stabbed, laying in the sand with that burned up back. Yeah, so yeah it, it's just it's just like nothing matters, and they don't care. If they don't care, why the fuck do I care? So Namor's cousin, Namora, uh, is upset about Namor's surrender. <laughs> I thought it was his wife, to be honest. I thought so, too. But he assures her that the new alliance will allow him to conquer the surface world one day. That's not what I got from whatsoever from fucking... Nope. That's not no. what, I, what I got out of it was, and maybe this is just me. Bitch made. Was, was, was hey, the world's going to turn on Wakanda soon, and when they turn on Wakanda, they're going to need an alliance, and they're going to look to us. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what he said. And it's just that the world is eventually going to turn on Wakanda thanks to Val and her manipulative ways mm-hmm. as the new head to S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever they call it now. Um, dicks. Yeah. Dicks yeah. with dicks. The, the, the entire world is eventually going to turn on Wakanda, Captain America, Fucking any of the other Avengers that are still alive that they're gonna go to, and they're gonna need somebody. And hey, hey, yeah, I know I burned your back really bad, but bruh, I need help. Hey, fish sticks. <laughs> this is the thing that I just doesn't make any sense because we want to talk about the Sherry's grief and wanting to burn the world down and shit like that. That doesn't make sense. Then her not killing Namor is not equivalent to her forgiving Namor for killing her mother. They're, they're not it's not equivalent well, it's not like your best friends all of a sudden it's like I, well I won't kill you but it's not gonna be like let's be best buds now because it doesn't make any fucking sense if you're gonna accept that logic the, the, the burning the world down shit you're gonna you can't like find reasons for that I, and not find reasons for this I think Ramonda was trying to prevent Shuri from going to what Namor was. And this might be me reading into shit and trying to connect dots that aren't there. I fully understand that. So just hear me out. Mm-hmm. And again, brain brain fried, so I may not be the best at explaining this. Ramonda did not want to cooperate with the world. She wanted to not like destroy the world, but she just didn't want to have the borders open up. Shuri wanted to have wanted to burn the world down. And especially after her mother's now dead. She wanted nothing but to kill Namor. And so right before you, you know, Sherry, uh, Ramona came in like the vision and said, Hey, um, don't do it. My guess was because she didn't want, she, she realized that if Shuri did this, she would be down that path of burn fucking everything. And letting him live, letting him live is not forgiving her for forgiving him for the, for the murder, but it was more so, to not go down um, a callous revenge blood path 
that made, she's made... preventing her from becoming Killmonger. I, I get yeah. that, but it, like the, you also get the vibes, or at least I got the vibes that he kind of seems like a dick. We're gonna we're gonna be buddies after this, or you know, like uh, well, they're gonna attack. Thinking on it because he's yeah. Eric. Yeah, his his thing is the whole like fine with his hand behind the back the whole time. That's what I got. From honestly, the final scene. like if there's well, there will be another Black Panther. If it's there still is. this fucking bullshit about not giving up vibranium, I'm not watching it because like Except that storyline is dead to me. That storyline is dead to me. You at this point in time, you have to let everybody else in on the vibranium train, or else. No, I I can't buy the fact that it's gonna be years later and still nobody gets vibranium from uh, Wakanda. It just won't make any fucking sense. They would have uh, bombed out of existence honestly, if that happened. What I would really like is is it instead. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be about about vibranium, but if it would be about the like Wakanda's destruction for not cooperating, we could see this as a as a way for them to introduce uh, Latveria. No. Uh, home to a doctor. Yeah, Full but of I, doom. how 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 are they going to like? I don't, I'm not seeing the connection. In the comics, Wakanda and Latveria have gone to war many a time over various different things. So I'm saying is, if they're going to do a third Black Panther movie, they could do a third Black Panther movie to introduce slash set up Doctor Doom. Whether it be yeah. about Latveria in general. Or about him, take your pick. But they've they've established Wakanda as like a world superpower. So if they go to war with anybody, they're going to war with everybody. Essentially, yeah. Except for to look. Except Tal-Kan. for uh, yeah, the it's two Long cities versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Riri Williams returns to MIT, leaving her suit behind. Why? While Okoye recruits uh, rescues Ross from captivity. I did love the line of. Um, a colonizer in chains. Now I've seen everything. I thought that was a kind of funny line. Shuri plants uh, more heart-shaped herbs to ensure the future of the Black Panther mantle. And in Shuri's absence, Mbaku steps forward to challenge for the throne. Shuri visits Nakia in, ha- in Haiti, where she burns her funeral robe in accordance with Ramonda's wishes, allowing herself to finally grieve for T'Challa. However, in the mid-credits scene, Shuri learns that Nakia and T'Challa had a son, whom Nakia had been raising in secret. He reveals his Wakanda name is, of course, none other than T'Challa. You have been erased. <laughs> I thought he, I thought, uh, what's his name, M'Baku? I thought he was challenging Shuri. He was. So she would have to get rid so of the plant here's and the... fight him at 103 pounds? Here, yep. Here, yeah. So here's the weird thing, and this is the part that I've kind of was trying to scratch my head about as far as that scene, right? Umbaku seemed like he was challenging Shuri, but you're right. It would be like he would just like fucking like one like one like strong pimp hand slap down the waterfall she goes. I don't know if she took the mantle of queen. I doubt it. Now it's very. But st- wouldn't she have to? Well, so that's that's the tricky part here is that Black Panther in the MCU they've established that the Black Panther and the King Queen are the same. So if you are the king, you are Black Panther. They are they are one and the same. Um, however, that's not always the case in the comics. Sometimes the Black Panther is the protector 
for whoever the true hierarchy is, usually a queen or whatever. Um, so that's the question is that we don't know. We saw in the first one with, or in um, Winter Soldier, T'Chaka was still king while T'Challa was Black Panther. Correct. So there is a question. I kind of want to see T'Chaka as Black Panther, though. Uh, he was too old. That's why. <laughs> it would have been perfect. The eyes were all fucked up. Um, so <laughs> it's a, so the way I interpreted it was that it's it like, I think obviously Shuri is Black Panther. That is without it. Like, that has been established. But whether or not she's queen of Wakanda is a big question mark, which is why I think that her getting away from everything was uh, symbolic of that nature, too, of like, nope, I'm going to step away from, which is why I actually liked everything happening in Haiti and not in Wakanda for that final scene. Um, and again, great send off for Chadwick with like the reflection of him and and the, the burning of the funeral robe and the son, his his son, uh, he, he, he has a son, which. There was a little bit of there was a line in that which I'm not sure if you guys probably didn't catch it, but um, says um, uh, your father prepared us for his passing. Mm-hmm. And if you go if you in the first movie, T'Chaka says to T'Challa, any father who doesn't prepare his son for his passing has failed as a father. Drop mic. <laughs> I, it was. Yeah. Yeah, come on, come on, come on! Yeah, yeah. Yes, they showcased the kid. What was the purpose of hiding it from Shuri? Or hiding it from all of Wakanda for six years? They they didn't want the pressures of. The... I get, I get, I get all of Wakanda, but Shuri, just so we could have that reveal. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, you guys see the easily edited out lesbian scene. For China. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Like the one ki- was it even a kiss. Yeah, it was a kiss on the forehead. Yeah. Thank but, you, my you lovely. <sighs> Marvel gonna Marvel. It was like it was like she didn't want to do it too because she was just like. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> they they have to shoehorn in that one scene that can easily be cut out and wouldn't affect anything. For China release. Um, that was fucking something. The other thing that I found ridiculous. She's like. Here's your car that was totaled and thrown in the river, rebuilt from every piece. I'm like, yeah, what? Half those pieces be warped and destroyed. It was from the anal beads. Oh, man. This movie has so many problems. There's so many scenes in this, too, that was just like, this is too long. But then this scene is also too long, but feels like they chopped it to pieces so that it could be rushed. When Ramonda goes to Haiti, and meets up with uh, Lupita. Um, and she sits there and she tells her, You are Wakandan. Death is not the final stage. And she's, Yeah, you're right. Okay, so, um, yeah, can you go now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here here's what I'll throw this this question out to you before we get into our final thoughts and our, and our overall ranking of this. I think we're all in agreement this was not as good as the first one. Oh hell I think no! The first one was. I wasn't. In, I, I wasn't in love with the first one either. So I, I know, that's why I just. I, I'm trying to be neutral here with this. Okay, God damn it. Is it decent? I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying taking into consideration everything and all the aspects and and even the emotional stakes of of the you know, the, it's basically a memorial to Chadwick and and the, and the role. Is it at least decent? I think it's at least decent. I think there's enough 
good in this movie, despite some of the <laughs> frustrating more parts. I, I don't think, think enough... it's a good movie. You what? I don't think it's a good movie. Didn't say I good. think they did decent. I did. Uh, I don't think it's a decent movie either. Like it, as a movie itself, it fails to be entertaining. Um, and it's runtime just absolutely obliterates it when it's not entertaining. It hasn't succeeded at what it's supposed to be, which is entertainment. I do feel that they've done some good things. Uh, and that like the treatment of T'Challa was obviously one of the good things that they did. Like we said before, it kind of teeters at times, but, uh, they kind of land more on the side of being respectful than not. Um, as far as that said, there's nothing that's like. The, the main storyline is boring, but it's not egregiously terrible. Like they don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the, right the, there with you. I'm, I'm, that's yeah. I can't give it the decent rating because I I literally felt like I watched seven hours and it was <coughs> two hours and forty minutes. If like, it was shorter, it was long, would you be? It would have to have shaved off almost an hour of runtime. For yeah, the yeah. messages that it's saying, and it could have done that. It could have even been a bit over two hours long, but there's so much wasted time in this movie. Every scene is longer than it needs to be. They like they, there's a scene where they're hugging, and it goes on for like two minutes, and it circles around them forever. I'm like, man, why? What about you, Heather? Decent. Uh, I th- this is is difficult because that's why I asked it. Mm. Yes, they did the respectful thing in only showing pieces of Chadwick Boseman when she's doing her time to grieve and not showing him at the beginning with terrible CGI or the fucking, you know, the the holographic or deep fake face. It's just on a different person's body. But again, if it's not for Angela Bassett, if it's not for fucking Bilbo Baggins, and if it's not for some parts of this not being so overly done as they have done in other movies, this movie would have been a complete and utter failure. But it's not also is also not a decent movie. Like I said, I was watching this movie while cleaning. And having to stop to clean, to hear, to just process him sitting there telling her that her bones are going to be destroyed and her heart's going to explode as she goes to the depths in which they need to go to see his culture. Right. But hold on, we have a suit that can take care of that instead of sitting there and just flat out saying, can we have a deep diving suit? I'll show you. Yeah, because you get a dramatic It's a mosquito all over again. (laughs) mosquito go this way. Uh, So, all right. Last question before I throw it over to everybody's final thoughts and rating on this. Let's say Chadwick lived. Let's say that because I did do a quick little bit of a tidbit here. Majority of the movie apparently stayed relatively the same with obviously a major exception. Um, so let's say Chadwick lived and he stayed on as Black Panther, but instead of the uh, instead of them grappling back and forth with all this stuff, but you kept Chadwick there, but the idea is is that he's grappling with um, how to handle um, Wakanda's relationship with the world since Chadwick, or excuse me, since T'Challa opened up the borders with some Wakandan elders saying that he was, you know, it was a mistake trying to get him out of the, you know, boot him out as king. 
or some supporting him and just kind of the struggle between them. But everything else with Namor and all that other shit stayed the same. Would it be better? I don't think it would. I do think it would. And the main reason is because at the end of Black Panther, the first one, we have him talking about like introducing uh, the like the, it, it to the people in need, introducing their um, technology to the people in need. If that step was taken and there was a bit more shared with the rest of the world that we could see, then Namor's resentment in doing so would make more sense than that not happening. And it kind of just living in the political sphere of you promised to do this and you didn't do this, yet Namor's still blaming them because a scientist created a device to find uh, uh, fucking unobtainium. (laughs) Avatar 3, baby. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, I I feel like there's at least more motivation for Namor if T'Challa was still in it. It still wouldn't be a great, I don't think it would be a great movie, but it would make the the anti-hero a bit more intriguing. Right. It would make the plot a bit more intriguing, I guess. All right. So I'm going to throw it over here to uh, final thoughts and rating. I'm going to start with Heather. What would your overall thoughts of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and what would you rate this out of 10? The overall thoughts is I, I am in agreement with Basement. Shuri should not have taken up the mantle of Black Panther simply because of the fact that she has always been the man in the chair. Uh, she's always been the one that does the development for Black Panther's new technology, his new suits, the new weaponry, the new spyware, all of that. So her now being the one to take that mantle and step out of the chair is a major step that I don't think this actress can handle if they, if and when they do a third movie. So with that in mind, I... I can't go any higher than a four. All right, then. Monsieur Basement, Mr. Seaman. I mean, it's like Heather said. It's like it's like uh, fucking Q becoming 007. It just doesn't dun, work. Dun, 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 dun. So many fucking Qs. Sorry, God. It do- and it also doesn't work because there's better options available. Um, They also shoehorn in things that don't need to be in the movie. Riri. They really don't need to be in the movie. Uh, (laughs) A lot of the plot points, if you think about them for more than a minute, they just become really stupid. Like, it it baffles me how, like, people write a script and they come up with Swiss cheese. (laughs) I I really don't get it when the amount of money at play is there. And I can only surmise that they don't give a shit. And like I said before, if they don't give a shit, I don't give a shit. I didn't find the movie very entertaining. There are moments that were okay, but it's fucking way too long. I, I was like, I, I hit the 10 seconds forward a couple times on Disney+, Plus, so I was like, I can't just get to the fucking point. It's killing me. Um, I, I'm probably going to go... I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Uh, I can tell you that right now. I would never recommend this movie to anybody to watch. I would recommend uh, it out of 10. <laughs> I, w- I would say Black Panther, I'd probably give a 6 out of 10, the original. Yep. This one, yeah, 4, 4.5. It's it's close to a 5, but there's too much wrong with it for me to go there. Then again, I watched it at home. You watched it in theater. 
different experiences too. You got to keep that in mind. Yeah, but 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 I, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go five. I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna go middle of the road here because I'm not taking away from the negatives, but the positives um, kind of cancel. It it didn't make it like the positives outweigh the negative. I don't I don't think so, but. There was enough of a, there was a, I still say it was decent because and this is the only reason I'm saying this story wise if you're looking for like a like the 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 story no but if you're looking at it as Chadwick Boseman T'Challa memorial homage dealing with even even some of the, sometimes the dealing with grief aspect of it the over the undertones which I'm a sucker for that story uh that that's why it kind of resonated with me a little bit differently. Again, like you said, personal experience is a little different for everybody. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go middle of the row because there is story wise blood coming out of my nose. Um, but yeah, the pros the pros still did it for me anyway. But that that's just me anywho. But um, and guess what? I don't think we, I'd, uh, would you rewatch it? Yes, yeah. I would not, and that's why that's that's where I. <laughs> The five for me would be I'd be willing to rewatch the movie. That's why I didn't get to that step. That's really realistically the only reason I didn't get to the five from a four point five. Ironically, for for me personally, the Namor conflict did not do anything for me. It wasn't like I wasn't really intrigued by it. Not because it was like I know where this is gonna go, but I knew Namor wasn't gonna die. So it's like okay, well then what? Like I I wasn't really invested in that part of the story i was more to be honest with you ironically um fatuated with the concept of dealing with grief and moving on that part of it was more interesting to me than almost anything else which is why i like kind of like i like i i forgave more of the leaning on chadwick slash t'challa's passing because i personally liked that story a little bit more i felt like the name just... was like just like fluff <laughs> to be honest with you uh, like like that 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 beat that story beat uh, I've seen it done way better everywhere. Oh, I'm else. not disagreeing with you. Uh, I'm not disagreeing like they with did, you. They did they did touch on the grief, but again, like th- this is my problem with it when they when they start to. Th- there's a way to tell it that is a bit more concise, and preying on someone's grief to get them to try to be like oh, let's burn the world together. It's it didn't. It didn't get there for me for for that to be a believable thought, and I know she doesn't act on it, but that's the no, I know that that part was a little tricky for me, right? Yeah. No, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Um, Everyone gets a suit. What? Everyone gets a suit. Yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's Iron Man three. That's that's like actually detrimental for the future in my mind. That's another thing. Into the future. Um. All right, we'll get we'll get there when we get to Secret Wars. Well, with that being said, once again, ladies and germs, we are caught up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. At the time of this recording on the uh, Valentine's Day, basically, we have reviewed everything that MCU has produced, that Marvel Studios produced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> literally until fucking Thursday. <laughs> Um, so as you may or may not heard at the beginning of this program, uh, the next thing we're going to do is a new type of round table led by the tattooed mama herself, Heather. Uh, we're going to be doing a Harry Potter round table. Now, presumably Heather, we're still going to do it on Mondays. Do we know what day we're starting? 
thinking starting it the 27th so we can get ourselves a little breather from the round table again. Cool. So in two weeks time. And gives me a little bit of time to get more than just one thumbnail set up. Sounds good. So the next time we do a roundtable will be the 27th of Feb. So make sure you guys subscribe and, of course, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform where we will be starting the Harry Potter roundtable with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer Sorcerer Stone. Yes. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. It's overseas. It got changed to Philosopher's Oh, my fucking God. We're already starting on this bullshit. Great. Can't wait. Yeah. We're going to go there. We're going to dig. We're going to dig deep. Where's Namor? (laughs) Roman. Um, But the next time we join us in the Marvel Roundtable will be whenever we get a chance to review it. But of course, it'll be starting phase five and presumably the red carpet rollout of the next big Thanos level villain which, of course, is Kang the Conqueror as we explore the new realm in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. 